0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So I want you to think of the last time you asked this question. Is this for me? Maybe it was when you uh, received a nice gift from your kid or a grandkid. I know the other day my uh, child walked over to me, my, my two year old walked over. And had a goldfish. I don't think it was fresh, and I'm pretty sure it was wet. But she walked over, and she insisted on giving it to me. So I asked, "Is this for me?" Thank you, sweetie. Oftentimes, we ask this in a uh, in an excited sense. You've got a present under the tree. It looks pretty big. And what's the first thing you do? Well, you shake it to see maybe if you can guess what it is. But the second thing is you look at the tag, is this for me? I know in my house uh, growing up, uh, my mom would oftentimes, around this time of year, uh, she would, would bake various things. So I'd come home uh, from school uh, and just be hit with, with the, this wonderful smell. And so I'd sit down at the table, I'd start getting the plate and a fork, and she'd look at me like, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to eat that, right? She goes, no, it's for the neighbors how many neighbors do we have? There's like four loaves over there. And so over time, as I got disappointed every time, I began to ask, I'd walk in, I'd smell that, and I'd go, do I get to eat that? Is is that for me? And eventually over time, most of it was still for the neighbors or for family, but there'd always be a little something uh, that that I could taste test or, or try. The question, is this for me? I think when it comes to our, our faith, that's really one of the most important questions we can ask. Is this for me? Because oftentimes it's easy to look at, at church, easy to look at Christianity, and go, that's nice for them. Or, or, or that's nice for my kid, I, I don't really need it. Or it was nice when I, when I was younger, but now I'm too busy. And so, for us to ask the question, is this for me? Is this God for me? Because oftentimes we can find ourselves answering the question, well, no, not anymore, or no, not yet. Once I kind of get things together, then that'll be the case. Or once things slow down, or maybe it's no, it's not really for people like me. It's for someone else. See, that's the answer that I think the shepherds would have given in our text from Luke chapter 2. I mean, they, they, they kind of knew uh, probably the Old Testament prophecy, you know, Isaiah chapter 9, for unto us, a child is born unto us, a Savior is given. And, and you kind of nod along and you go, yeah, okay, yeah, for us, but not For me. Because the world around them, I mean, shepherds' testimony didn't count in court. They were unclean. They weren't allowed in the temple. And the world around them told them, no, God's not really for you. You guys just stay out there. Yeah, for unto us a child is born, but not not really for those guys. Not really for me so the shepherds, one night, they're out watching their fields, and all of a sudden the sky erupts in light, and there's angels everywhere. And you know what I think probably is their first reaction is, well, here we go. Everyone else is right. God's coming for us. Because their first reaction in the text is they fell down with fear. Fear because God is not for them. And so if God is coming, it must be to destroy us. Because everyone else was right. God's not actually for me. And yet these angels, instead of wiping out the shepherds, they proclaim a message. Good news of great joy, which will be for all people. And at this point, the shepherds are probably like, oh, yeah, yeah, all people, for unto us. Oh, we know that, yeah, but all people, but, but not us, really. And that's when the angel's message it shifts from for unto us, for all people, and he talks to the shepherds, for unto you is born this day. In the city of David, a Savior is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign unto you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. For unto you. It's the gospel. It's the good news in three words. Unto you. Not not just the world. Not just all nations. Not just us. You. You. Not just your child. Not just your parents. Not just you in the past or some future version of you. No, unto you today. Unto you with your doubts, with with your questions, with your concerns about whether I belong, whether whether this God, this Christianity thing is really for me. Unto you. Born this day in the city of David, a Savior. See, Luke's account of the Christmas story is the longest of all the Gospels that mention it. And it also contains the most amount of characters, the most perspectives in the story. We hear from Mary, we hear from Isaiah, we hear from the shepherds. We see the response, kind of the aftermath Through Simeon and Anna. And throughout the entirety of Luke chapter 2, pretty much every person finds themselves in the story somewhere. Whether it's the shepherds, whether it's Mary or Isaiah, Simeon or Anna, whether it's the people that hear the shepherd's message. Because the whole point of the, the Christmas account, the whole point of the Gospel of Luke is those three words. For unto you, unto you is born a Savior. That Savior who, as we read throughout the rest of the Gospel, that Savior who goes to the cross for you. Who takes on your sins, your doubts, whatever you think disqualifies you from the presence, the blessing of God, He takes that on Himself and He dies for you and He rises for you, and He lives, and He reigns for you. Not so that you can sit back and go, oh, this is nice for someone else. No, just like the shepherds, you are invited to come and see. Come and see this Jesus who is for you. And so the shepherds go to Bethlehem. They see this Jesus. And they leave totally changed. They leave and they tell everyone, hey, this Savior, he, he's not just for us, he's for you too. Yes, it's for unto us, but the blessing of the gospel, the beauty of Christmas is it's for unto you. For unto you is born this day a Savior. He is Christ the Lord. The, the gift that God gives at Christmas, you don't need to shake the box. <laughs> You don't need to check with your mom to see if it's actually for you or for the neighbors. No, the promise of God is he meets you tonight, is he meets you every time we gather in his house to receive his gifts, every time we encourage one another through song, through the word, through prayer. God is telling us, yes, for unto us is born, but also he's for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus until he calls you home.